Well, howdy, y'all, and welcome to part five of Silver Spoon. Well, let's get this over with. Guards, bring him out. You again? I told my lawyers to fire you, but they said they'd already paid you up front. Yeah, yeah, those guys are all right. And man, they were really happy with that tape I gave them. I swear they must have watched it a hundred times. <laughs> oh, oh, Gil, oh, oh no, what is the problem? Is there something wrong? I ain't gonna make it in prison. Everyone here is so mean. I think old Gil is going away for a long time. But surely your expensive lawyers have put together a good defense. I mean, you have paid them so much of your money. I've spent almost everything I have, and they got nothing, and there's just so much evidence against me. <laughs> oh, dumb, stupid Gil. What if I was to tell you that I could 100% prove to the court that you're innocent? Is that something you'd be interested in? <laughs> what? How? You just let me and your expensive-ass legal team worry about that. Now, do I have your permission to do whatever it takes, no matter how destructively humiliating it is? Yes, please, anything. You're my only friend. Okay, so you guys call Ramus and head down there? Yeah. Ramy, we got some top-secret undercover work for you to do, buddy. Ramus is like, oh, I'm definitely into it. I haven't really been needed at all to help track down these low-level thugs. You ever jacked into a supercomputer? Not at work. Do you have any of Kip's band t-shirts you can put on? We need you to look like a dumb metalhead. No, if it's Kip. I'm always wearing one of Kip's band shirts. Right. Don't you know? Yeah, you know, cool. I see you. You're more of a blur to me usually. I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, absolutely. Wear one of those. Must your hair up. Look cool. Around Should Kip explain how to is be undercover? Is blonde? <laughs> I don't know, is <laughs> no, it? No, he's just an asshole. <laughs> Trevor does have a very hard time remembering the names of the other people in the task force. Right, because he's a narcissist asshole. <laughs> and that's why I play the character so well. <laughs> yeah, Ramus needs no change to fool anyone. Yeah, Ramus is the tech nerd, but he has long, dark hair. Right. He's a huge fan of all of Kip's bands. Mm-hmm. He is like a scene kid. He's super into the DFW slobcore metal scene. Yeah. Right. Well, look, we told Fraser Krang that you're just some dumb guy that's driving us around. So you can bring some computer stuff, but you got to hide it. Awesome. I'm in. All right. Remember I made Rad and I got to go in the field with you guys? That was awesome. Right. Okay. And you did do a pretty good job. And we need, we need you to do nothing this time except for uh, figure out what this big computer is. Use your brain, not your fists. That's for me and Kip. Okay. And I guess okay. Ramus gets the drive, you know, to keep up appearances. Okay, yeah, you guys pick up Ramus, and Ramus is driving the van, and you guys pull up to Phoenix Consulting. It's not a very far drive from the Steel Force office, because it's also in the nice part of downtown DFW. And it is also a very modern-looking office building. Mm. And the outside, it says Phoenix Consulting, and their logo is a big Phoenix bird coming out of the ashes. <laughs> Do they nice. have a, a slogan? Oh, God, they have to have a good slogan. Um, <laughs> the Phoenix looks like he's screaming, and their slogan is, I am alive, and it's part of the logo. All right. What floor is Frasier Nerdcrang on? Okay, this is their building. Oh, so, the whole building. All yep. right. When you walk in the front door, there's immediately two large security guards, like fully like decked out with gear, and they see you coming coming in, and they're on the radio, 
and um, they've got like vests on. They've and got vests like, on, flashlights, and- flashlights, firearms. Are they bigger than us? Are we just <laughs> impossibly bigger than anybody? Let's say that there's you know two of them, but they're wearing all the gear and stuff. You guys are bigger. You guys are huge. Okay, cool. <laughs> These are big guards. But anyway, there's two standing next to the door, and you see a couple more walking around in the lobby. And as soon as you walk in, the guard nearest the door holds up his hand and is like, can I get your name? Uh, my name is Chief Steele, and his name is Chief- Party Chief. Party Chief of Partying Simpkins. And his name, I don't remember his name. He's a big fan, and we already talked to Fraser Krang about it, and he gets to come along for the field trip. Okay, Chiefs, I have you on the list. It looks like I have a Blamus. That's right. Blamus. That's his name. Okay. Mr. Krang will be right down. He's going to walk you guys up himself. He'll be your escort. Cool. Okay. And then you see Fraser Krang come out of the elevator and he walks over and he says, ah, so glad you guys could make it down. I actually do enjoy showing off the office. Sounds lovely. As you can see, security is tight. Yeah. We are a very high tech organization and there's a lot of industrial espionage and we just want to keep our intellectual property kind of close to the vest. I'm sure you understand. I absolutely understand. Yeah, let's take a look at this uh, sophisticated microwave, Frazier. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Does it make pizzeritos? And I'll just kind of elbow kip. <laughs> well, I, I did hear about your own foray into... Robotics? Robotics and devices. But this is... Which one? We killed a robot car. We <laughs> killed a shitload of robots in that new robot company. I was actually talking about the Mr. Pizza Boy. Oh, yeah, yeah. That thing fucking rules. It can do pepperoni. It can do pepperoni sausage. Lots of protein. Quite impressive. But as I'm sure you'll see, the Phoenix supercomputer is in a different league altogether. Let's just Are say- Are we that- talking about a Calzone computer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fucking crazy. No way. Given enough information, the Phoenix supercomputer could correctly predict the ingredients of the Calzone you'll make four days from now. <laughs> oh, okay. like to see that. It knows about my chorizo calzone? Well, I mean, it, it would take a significant setup, but I mean, it, it definitely could figure that out. I mean, like I said, the Phoenix supercomputer is error-proof, and I'm not exaggerating. That's how impressive our technology is. Error-proof. Okay. Yes. Well, first rule of physics is nothing is error-proof. Well, I'm- It's one of Newton's laws. Well, I'm not a scientist. I only know what I'm told by our tech team. Mm. Company man of the end, huh, Fraser? That's ah, fine. Let's go meet your computer, buddy. You guys go up a secure elevator through a couple security checkpoints with armed guards, and you enter a large room with stainless steel walls, and in the middle is a large orange rectangle that comes directly out of the floor covered in lights. And Fraser Krang says, this is the Phoenix supercomputer. Ramus, how can we interface? Uh, <laughs> Blame us. Um, how can we interface with this thing? Ramus says, I don't know. Can I Can I get close enough? I don't think he's going to let me get that close to it. Can we touch this thing? Fraser Crank says, no, 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 no. There are rules, and this is the most important rule. If I were to let you close to the computer, I would be in serious trouble. And, well, that would be very bad for both of us. So, Kip is going to try to distract Fraser Crank. Okay. So that Ramus can do his thing. And figure out what's up with this computer. Okay. What are all these wires about, Frasier? And he'll have... Uh, just to be clear, this is not 
like the Phoenix supercomputer. These are wires like elsewhere in the room. Oh, yeah. These these are everything else that, that the supercomputer plugs into or other sort of like things around the room. Okay. So, Kip kind of wanders over to one side of the room and, and turns to Fraser Krang and says, what are these about? And he puts his hand up on some of the electronics that are in the room. And when he his hand pulls away, there's like a sticky web of orange <laughs> uh, pizzerito grease left behind from the Mr. Pizza Boy pizza that he, he's been eating uh, up the elevator ride and, and so forth. Okay. Okay. I feel like that's a good plan. Um, roll deception. Okay. You only have to beat it too. This that's a good plan. I feel like that would really bother Fraser Krang. That'd be very distracting. And I got a plus two. Well, got to. I didn't it. beat it too. I'm actually going to spend a just point on this. I'm going to say that I am a award winning slob, and Kip intended to just leave a little grease out of the question here. His pockets are literally full of pizzerito uh, burritos. <laughs> so okay. that's a plus three. Okay. This Definitely. is a, this is like an impossible amount. It looks like he's wearing orange mittens. <laughs> okay. Sopping orange mittens. <laughs> right. So Frazier's got his hands full of the big mess. To Frazier, this is Yeah, this is like a code red contamination for this room. Yeah, you're not supposed to eat anything in here or drink anything in here. And so he sees the pizza grease and his eyes just get like huge and he's like, oh, oh, no, 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 no. So he's running up and he's he's trying to wipe it down. And I, I'm, I'm assuming yeah. like Kip keeps moving and touching things and he's just trying to keep up and he is like totally distracted. And this is eating into the plastic. I meant it's like. It's also somehow hot still. Yeah. I would say that's a great distraction. And Trevor is with will. Point at Ramy Blamey, be like, "You're up, kiddo. Go find out what the fuck that computer can do." So very quickly, Ramus walks, like, kind of sneaks behind the Phoenix supercomputer, and Ramus very quickly like pops out from behind the machine and walks back to Trevor and is like, "Let's go." That bad, huh? Let's go. Yeah. Well, it looks like you got a lot of grease to clean up here, uh, Phrase. Thanks for letting us see yeah, the computer. Sorry, sorry, looks super man. cool. I like it. You know, I I think you've done enough. Thank you. But yeah, you guys should get back to your office. Yeah. And you should get a haircut. I bet those hairs fucking fall in these computer things all the time, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and get a, Mr. get a Mr. Pizza Boy. They're great. <laughs> Frazier walks you guys to the elevators really quickly and hits a button. And he stays upstairs to clean up. Um, but you guys are in the elevator riding down together. Oh, it's up, Ramus. Yeah. It's fake. What's fake? It's not even a computer. It's It's just a bunch of lights. Huh? It, that's not even that thing. It's, it's all fake. It didn't have a USB drive or a plug or a. Yeah, it was all wired oh, up and it blinks and yeah, stuff. It look, looked fucking awesome. Yeah, well, there was a, a panel in the back and I opened it up and it's just a bunch of lights. There's there's nothing going on there, guys. The elevator doors open and you guys are now in the lobby of Phoenix Consulting. Okay. Well, shit. So I guess Fraser Krang has been blowing. Fake digital smoke up our ass. And why does he have us busting these low-level dealers with a fake computer and all this shit? I mean, I get why my dad and my brother Spencer, those assholes, have something to do with conspiracy crime because they're dicks. But I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out what the angle is. What do you think, Ramus? <laughs> You're smart. Blame us. Ramus says, I really don't know, guys. I'm sure you guys will figure it out, though. <laughs> I sure hope so. I mean, are you sure you can't just figure it out, Ramus? <laughs> You're so smart. <laughs> We're just better at fighting. 
You're the thinker. You know, the captain called me. I have to go back to the office and take care of some computer stuff, guys. <laughs> what? No, no. I'm the boss. I'll call the captain. And- no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Is there some way we can, like, play Frasier back? That's a good idea. That's what we need like, to do. Like, can we go check out this Damien Crib guy? And Right. Well, I-, I drove us here, so you want me to keep driving and drive to the DFWTF office? Yes. Drive me. Because I have a feeling I'm not going to be the boss much longer, and I want to feel like that. So, I will sit in the passenger <laughs> seat and drive me. <laughs> Okay, so Remus drives you guys back to the DFWTF office. Uh, the captain comes out and she says, Kip and Trevor, oh, great. Uh, didn't expect you guys at the office. Uh, what can I do for you? Captain, something stinks in the DFW. Can you be more specific? <sighs> okay, look, it's a fake computer. Fucking Fraser Crane, you were right. He's such a dick. He's not just a dick, but I think he might be like a criminal dick. I definitely didn't say that. Oh, well, I just assumed everyone thought that. Um, <laughs> anyway, look, we went and had a look at the supercomputer that's been giving me the orders, that have been giving you the orders. You've been, oh, they have a supercomputer? Yes, there's a, well, sort of. Uh, sorry, let me the back up. The supercomputer has been giving Trevor orders okay. to give you orders. Interesting. Okay, I didn't know that's how it worked. I know, I wasn't very happy with it either, but, you know, it's growing pains, and I, I've never been a boss before, so I was trying to get used to the new stuff and figure, you know, I mean, shit, you got orders from on high before, right? Yeah, always. That's chain of command. Right. Did you ever get it from a big uh, uh, lit-up rectangle that was actually empty and didn't uh, have any sentient thoughts or anything? You're really confusing me now. What's going on? I'm sorry. Okay, look. This supercomputer is bullshit, and I think Fraser Krang is making us bust all these low-level dealers, and I don't know why. Okay, that was my question, was why, but I don't know either. Hmm. I think he's just trying to make us waste our fucking time, because like you said, the committee is the number one priority, and they knew that we were getting too close, and they wanted to just, you know, they took the two best goddamn cops on the DFW off the streets. That's me and Kip, by the way. And... They were, you know, just trying to distract us so we couldn't take them down. And they were just having us bust these low-level dealers, which, you know, those guys look, are a dime a dozen. Look, Captain, they drew us in with their Starbucks and their kiddie pools in our offices and our Mr. Pizza Boy uh, <laughs> Calzarito machines. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys actually want to reconvene over at Steel Force <laughs> as long as it lasts? Because it's probably not going to be there much longer. I don't have time for that. It's um, a good point. Why do you think they were having us arrest any drug dealers at all then? Um, I don't know, Captain. <laughs> I was hoping Ramus could figure it out, but he's just dumb today. <laughs> I've got a lot of computer-related things for him to do around the office. <laughs> I think they're keeping us occupied with the small fish. Yeah, hmm. exactly. Typical, you know, war on drugs bullshit. They just want us, you know, to stay busy on the ground instead of, like, taking care of the real problem, the people up top, like the committee. Yeah, I agree. It's a little weird. We caught Damien Cribb yesterday, and he's just a low-level dealer. It was interesting that he was making Weed 2.0. We'd never seen that before. Hmm. And then Tristan Patton, he also was making Weed 2.0. Interesting. I say we go talk to these perps. Okay. Yeah, sure. And she leads you back to their little jail room. That's where Cindy Harvell is reading a newspaper and has her legs <laughs> up on the desk. And when the captain walks in, she kind of like <laughs> takes her feet down. And she's like, oh. Hey, Cap. <laughs> hey, take it easy, Harvell. I know I'm the boss now, but you can still, you know, do your job how you do it. You know, I always did. <laughs> I think she said Cap, dude. <laughs> oh. oh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm actually uh, Chief Steel. 
Yeah, Cindy just Executive nods. Executive chief steel. Executive chief steel. Thank you. Yeah, Cindy just nods and she says, yeah, so uh, these are the two scumballs we picked up <laughs> this week. Just to make this like convenient, let's say Tristan and Damien are in the same jail cell. Okay. Hey, you guys trying to figure out how to make a bigger Weed 2.0 operation? Because it's not going to happen. But you might have a freedom operation if you can help me out with my investigation. I'm Chief Steel, by the way, head of Steel Force. I run everything. <laughs> I'm like the Subsidiary president. Subsidiary of Phoenix Consulting. <laughs> yeah, you know, that, that, that too. Damon Cripp says, I'm not going to tell you anything and that's how I'm going to get out of this. I didn't do anything. I'm not going to say anything. I don't know anything. Code of the streets. <laughs> I pulled the code of the streets. This guy's not talking. <sighs> Shit. Can we convince Dandridge to um, offer these guys some sort of deal to roll over on what they know about Phoenix Consulting? I mean, that's probably his job. I mean, I'm not an expert, but yeah. I feel like that's probably his thing. Okay, so let's um, let's get Dandridge down here. Okay. Yeah. Dandridge shows up and he says, hey guys, uh, <laughs> what can I help you with? Dandridge. Hey, look, these guys aren't talking. We need a deal with these low-level scumballs. Okay? And they know stuff that we need to know, and they're just nobodies anyway, okay? Just chew them up through the system and spit them out, but we need the info they can give us so we can get the big fish. I think you're right. Um, Looking at their priors, I mean, they're not really big dealers. I mean, it looks like they'd be better for intel anyway. Yeah, let me see what I can do. And he gets on the phone with one of their lawyers, and uh, Dandridge says, yeah, we're going to cut him a deal. We're going to get him on a misdemeanor. Won't be a big deal, but they uh, now can tell you whatever you want. All right, so there's some new CIs. That's a criminal informant. I learned that from Justified. <laughs> <laughs> Damien Cribb says, okay, guys, you can't let anyone know that I snitched. Yeah, totally not. Okay. Now, what do you need to know? What can you tell us about the committee? All I know about the committee is that they're the big kids, you know? Mostly, I just try to stay out of their way. Someone figured out how to make a bootleg Wii 2.0. I mean, really, it's like weed 1.8. It's probably going to burn you out, but we can make it really cheap. Someone show you how to do this? Who was it? Oh, yeah, just some other small-time dealer figured it out. I mean, it's not nearly as good. It's not like we have their actual formula, but it's pretty close. We can compete. We're selling a product, you know? We're able to make a living out there on the streets. Got to make a living. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they're not happy about it, but business is business. Who, the committee? Yeah. Huh. Oh, okay. That's why the committee want us to bust you assholes. Because you're cutting into their business, their bottom line. So, I think what's happening here is the committee <sighs> fucking created Steel Force and Phoenix Consulting in this bullshit computer just to take out these low-level dealers so that they could sell their sweet, sweet weed 2.0. And waste our time, all, and at the same time, taking the two best cops off the street. Damien Cribb has, like, got his head cocked, and he's, like, kind of nodding slow, and he's like, Phoenix Consulting? What is that? <laughs> dangerous. What deals you give these guys? Like, 30 years in prison? <laughs> I feel like he might be dangerous now. <laughs> Dandridge says, uh, no, as long as they give us good information, they're, you know, going to get off with a misdemeanor. You know, so far this possession. information sucks. Wow. Newsflash. The committee is bad. Whoa. Hey, are nachos awesome? Duh. Cool. Damien Cripp says, hey, you seemed like really impressed with the information. You were like, oh, I figured it out. I was trying to 
bait you, okay? That's what I was doing the good cop thing, but I'm a bad cop. And this bad cop's going to fuck you up if you don't give me some more info. Okay, what do you want to know? <laughs> fuck. <laughs> <sighs> hmm. I mean, you guys really fucked up my operation, you know? That's right. So who owns, who runs Phoenix Consulting? We know Fraser Krang is like just some legal dude there. Yeah, he's their errand boy giving us the orders. Yeah. Huh. Well, Ramus, need you to do some nerd stuff, buddy. Okay. I need you to tell me everything you can about that building we were at today, Phoenix Consulting, because something is stinky in empty Computerville. Okay, looks like Phoenix Consulting is a relatively new business, started sometime within the last year. It looks like they're really successful. They've made a lot of money in the consulting business really quickly. It says the owner and founder is someone called Jody Larson, but there's no photo of him on file. Hmm, that's weird. Oh, wait a minute, Kip. Jody Larson backwards is Nasral Edodge. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Huh. I don't know. I was hoping that would snap somebody else's brain into power. Uh, shit. All right. Do we have an address for Jody Larson? Uh, no, actually. I, it's, it's funny. Yeah, no photo on file and no address. All I have is the address for Phoenix Consulting. Does he have a MySpace? I'm not finding anything online. Huh. LinkedIn profile. Yeah, he's got to have a LinkedIn. Everybody's got one. It's really interesting. He doesn't have a LinkedIn profile. It's almost like- Like he's not interested in networking with other- <laughs> That's other individuals in his field. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what it's like. You would think if he was really a consultant and really into consulting, he would be doing that networking with other consultants. Yeah, but I don't really. Up. Yeah, I don't really see anything before founding Phoenix Consulting. I'm thinking Nasral Edodge doesn't even exist. He's probably just some made up patsy internet thing for Mister Phoenix. Okay, now we have to kidnap Fraser Krang. Yeah. We need to find out how in on this he is. And what he knows about Phoenix Consulting mm-hmm. in their hollow computer business. <laughs> okay, well, I would say it's like at the end of the day. Okay. The end of the business day. Oh, perfect. That's the best time to kidnap anyone. Okay. Yeah. So, what? tell me about your kidnap plan. How would this work? Well, We're gonna need it's ski masks. pretty easy. Well, we need ski masks or anything that would cover our faces. <laughs> so Anything? Kip's really into horror movies <laughs> And I think he has a lot of like Horror movie and like thriller movie type masks Just cool Around his like, house Like a Hellraiser mask And a Michael Myers mask And, a and Gremlins masks The Scream mask <laughs> The Gremlins mask Leatherface I don't think it really matters what the masks look like It's just really whatever you guys want So why don't you just like walk me through How this is going to work and then you can just describe your masks, I guess. Okay. We wait until nightfall. We know Fraser Krang hangs out at Blu-rays almost every night. Yeah. Okay. That's like his deal, right? Okay. We wait out in the parking lot for him to, to leave drunk. Okay. Inebriated. Yeah. Off his two glasses of Pinot. Yeah. Yeah. He, <laughs> he guzzles that Pinot Noir. Or is it Pinot Grigio? I can't remember. I don't know the difference. Merlot? <laughs> no. Merlot is for common people. Cabernet Sauvignon. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Cabrelot. <laughs> Very expensive. It's a weird blend that he drinks. <laughs> okay. He's really bougie. I buy that. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, we wait out in the parking lot for him. And then we jump him as, as he's going to his car. Or or do we break into his car? Do we do that thing? Like get in his back seat. 
Yeah. And wait for him. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That would scare the shit out of somebody. Yeah. And we want to scare the shit out of him. Okay. <laughs> okay. So can, we're, we want to break into his car. Okay. So let's go through this. You guys go to Blu-rays, I guess in the van. You guys get there early. And let's say later, Fraser Crank does show up and he's inside Blu-rays. Mm-hmm. And you want to break into his car? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, roll burglary. All right. Kip's got this. Yeah. You have to beat <laughs> a two. Any burglary. I got a three. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Kip, you pick the lock and you guys are in Fraser's car. Does he pick the lock with like a piece of beef jerky? <laughs> like those, whatever those things are called, they use to do the windows. Whatever. Slim Jim. Slim Jim. Yeah. He's just a real uh, yeah. Slim Jim. He's just a real Slim Jim. <laughs> um, yeah. So you guys get in. Um, what kind of car would Fraser drive? Ooh. A Jaguar. Yeah. And he, and he, says, and he says Jaguar. Jaguar. It's like, ugh. Or does he say Jaguar? <laughs> Which I've heard people say too. And it's like, well, I don't know where you get that from. <laughs> that, that's it. He says Jaguar. Yeah. Let's break into his Jaguar. Okay, you guys, okay. you guys are in. All right. I mean, we're pretty big dudes, so we'll have to push the front seat up a little bit so we can hide in the back seat. Yeah, just to be able to fit. <laughs> <laughs> and we've got the masks on. What are the masks? Uh, well, Kip has a, I don't know, like a Dr. Giggles mask. <laughs> Dr. Giggles, the horror movie where he's a dentist. It's the actor Larry Drake. <laughs> okay. With Durant from Darkman. Yeah, that's right. right. Uh-huh. With with like the surgical mask on. Okay. I feel like this is going to be hard to follow, but yes, continue. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Silicone mask. Okay. Over my face. Okay. You look like Dr. Giggles. And um, wait, what does Trevor look like? I am wearing one of Kip's, one of Kip's ALF masks because I like being an alpha. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you ate a cat that one time. <laughs> it was a fraternity initiation. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Oh, man, people will not like that. <laughs> no. Um, no. So, roll stealth. I guess both of you for, for hiding. Fuck. I don't have any stealth. Um, I feel like this is just beating a zero. <gasps> it's going to be dark and it'll okay. be inebriated. I finally beat a fucking zero. I got a one. I got a one. Nice. Okay. That's enough. Which then. is crazy because I have a plus two. Okay. You know, it wasn't hard. It's dark outside, and he has had a, a couple glasses of wine. And these okay. masks cost a lot of money, man. <laughs> okay. Well, that's not really going to help with stealth, but <laughs> you see Fraser Krang leave Blu-rays and kind of stumble over to his car. He's not that drunk, though. No, he just walks over his car and unlocks it and gets in, and he's starting it up. All right. Let's pop up. All right. Okay. So, I pop up and put my gun to his side <laughs> press it into his side and I say drive to your home <laughs> drive to your home Krang yeah and I'll pop up too and go Willie oh that's right we're <laughs> we freak voices yeah Willie okay, yeah, drive to your home and I'll, I'll put my gun to his head cause you know I'm wearing an alpha mask and I'm an alpha <laughs> drive to your home Willie <laughs> drive to your home well, we might kill you if you don't tell us everything we want to know. <laughs> okay. Okay. He is terrified. Oh, Jesus, don't kill me. Yeah. He can see us in the rear view, right? Yeah. He can see Dr. Giggles <laughs> and Alf <laughs> both holding guns that on him. That is horrifying. Okay. Um, he drives to his house and now he, he pulls into his driveway of his very nice large house. <laughs> don't try any funny stuff. 
Okay. Let's take him inside. He unlocks his front door and walks in. All the lights are off. Okay. He reaches over to turn the lights on. Don't worry about the lights. We can see in the dark because we're evil bad guys. <laughs> oh, my God. What do you want? We want to do this in your kitchen, Willie Tanner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Willie Tanner. I think you have the wrong person. Shut up, Dr. Giggles. <laughs> I'm not Dr. Giggles. Shut up, guy from Dark Man. But I don't understand. I'm the guy from Dr. Giggles <laughs> and from Dark Man. All right, we're getting inside his head. <laughs> okay. He goes into the kitchen. All right. Let's see what kind of snacks you have here. <laughs> <laughs> don't give away your disguise, Dr. Giggles. <laughs> all right. I've just been working on this all day. I've just worked up a real hunger. I just need something to eat. <laughs> okay, so I'm going through his like cabinets. Okay. Just what cabinets? kind of snacks does he have? Okay. Does he have weird snacks? Like weird, like, yeah. like, like canned octopus and stuff like that? <laughs> yeah, like octopus. dried seaweed stuff. And <laughs> he's not a lot of snacks, a lot of fresh ingredients because he's a, he likes to cook. Right. Oh, man. All right. He he's really good at um, French cooking. <laughs> so there's like pressed duck and stuff like that. Like he has a canisters duck. He has of a, pressed duck. Oh no, there's no canisters of pressed duck. But he does have a duck press. <laughs> he has a duck press in his cabinet. <laughs> yeah, and there is a duck in the fridge. <laughs> All right. Wait, did you go in the fridge? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, kidding me? So where do you have him when you're going in the fridge? Yeah, I thought Trevor had him. I was going through the cabinet. Yeah, yeah, sure, 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 sure. I've got my gun to his head, pushing it way too hard. Okay. Can I fit his head into the duck press? <laughs> okay. You guys didn't say, but when the fridge opens in the light of the fridge, he's able to see Kip and he can make out Kip's jean jacket. And he says, Kip? Well, dang, it looks like shit's about to get steel. <laughs> hey, Gil, did you enjoy my very clever pun? Oh, please. Won't you just tell me how you're going to help me get out of this? Uh, please, can't you just tell me that's you? How about you tell me how much you enjoyed my clever pun? I said steel instead of real, Gil. Okay, yes, it was very clever. I'm just in a real bind here. Huh? Oh shit, you're going to jail forever. <laughs> I almost forgot. Well, I've lost almost everything. Now I'm going to lose all of my restaurants. I even had to sell my Beanie Babies. Uh. And my closest friend, Jaleel White, straight up blocked me. Me! Did he do that? I can't do it. I need your help. Yes, you do. I am the only solution, and don't ever forget that again. You don't need to worry about anything with me in your end zone. Now straight talk, jailworm. You fucked up real bad, but it may not be too late to wriggle your way to freedom. Well, I'll do anything. Please help me. That's right. Wriggle. See y'all next week. <laughs> <laughs>